Hi, and welcome to another episode of That Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Bo. How's it going, Bo? Well, it's going all right. It's been a little while since you and I had a Dave and Bo podcast. Um, been a really busy summer, for me anyway. How about you? Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, just, I don't know, it, it, sometimes it didn't seem like we did a lot, but it seemed to go really quickly. And uh, and, and my days, are obviously, like we both work from home, both had our families at home, so... My work days were sort of interspersed in, in chunks throughout the most days when I was trying to get involved in things that were going on. Uh, so yeah, very busy. Um, not quite as busy as I would have liked from a work perspective, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, got to find that balance somewhere, haven't we? Yeah. Um, the, your surroundings look a little different, a little brighter, yeah, so, a little less stuff. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> we're, we're moving or trying to move house. Um, okay. So what we actually did was um, I hired a storage container, um, like a so there's just, just a shipping container. Um, I hired that, and we basically sort of started moving out. So behind me on the wall, you usually used to see uh, bookshelves, mm-hmm. and they were full of books, but also sort of other junk just shoved on. Uh, but we took all of that down, and just sort of trying to declutter the house a bit, um, trying to do two things at once. Really, one is pack stuff in preparation for moving, but also just to declutter the house to make it look a little bit neater and tidy for people coming around to view it. Um, not had too much luck so far trying to sell the house, but we did drop the price today for the first time. So the, the listing price, um, mm-hmm. so we've dropped it. We, we originally, um, put set the price at the top of the valuation bracket. So now we've set the price halfway and I changed the price today and somebody's already arranged a viewing. So that's good. Um, just have to see, did you get any viewings prior to that? Yeah, only five though, and we've been on the market almost three months, so not okay. really, not really that good for this area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you're not in a real big rush either, are you? We're not in a rush, um, mm-hmm. but we'd like to move. You know, we, yeah, we've been in this house ten years now. We're definitely, we're definitely ready to move uh, both uh, financially. You know, we're very fluid at the minute, ready for this. Um, we're both Rebecca and I working from home full time. Um, Rebecca doesn't have a, any desk space at all. So she works, usually works in the living room, the sitting room on a laptop. Um, I do have an office, but it's actually, you know, part of our dressing room off our bedroom. Mm-hmm. So it's, I'd like, we'd both like, well, because I'm the, the one earning the money at the minute, we'd definitely like dedicated office space for me. Ideally, we'd like dedicated office space for both of us, although we can't work in the same room, apparently, because Rebecca doesn't like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> Rebecca, you um, funny or <laughs> Rebecca, uh, she talks to herself while she's working. Um, and I said, I don't mind. But she said she feels like she would be sort of, um, she'd probably try and restrain herself if I was there. And yeah. that might mess with her flow or... Yeah, whatever you know, and everyone has their habits, don't they? And you know, so yeah, that makes so a lot I, of sense. I, mean, I thought it would have been nice. I thought it would have been nice to share an office, but you know, yeah, yeah. Well, both Beck and I have talked about that before because we have, um, uh, we have we have one room for me, one room for her. Uh, we just moved. Um, we're still finishing that, but um, we weren't sure if the room she's in was actually going to be good all four seasons. Uh, so every once in a while we talk about sharing a room and 
at any given time, either one of us is like, yeah, that, that could be really cool. And the other one's like, mm, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's something that we've talked about too, is, you know, could we get away with that? What would that be like? Uh, might be kind of nice, but yeah, it's also nice to have your own space, especially if you're working on different things. Uh, you know, if, she, if she's working on things on her schedule, you're working on different things and yeah, makes sense. So, so you're looking for a place with a, a proper office space for you then. Yeah. So basically, um, I mean, we're, we're in a three bedroom house now. We're looking for a four bedroom. Um, I, you know, I, ideally it would be four bedroom plus a, a study of some kind. So that would mean there's a spare bedroom, which would make shift as an office and hopefully a spare, a guest bedroom and, mm-hmm. and a study as well to be, to be an office for us. So, uh, yeah. So we've seen a few houses that we like. Um, so we're just kind of like, we, we're looking at any new ones that come up in our sort of price range that we like the look of and meet our criteria and um, waiting to try and sell ours, basically. So we'll just mm-hmm. have to see. Cool. But yeah, to be honest, it's one of those things where we've said it to everybody. We, we I've put a lot of stuff in the storage container. And it, it's one of those things where you, you, when you're walking around the house, you kind of feel like, why don't we just live like this all the time? But I refuse to throw away any of the stuff that I've got in the storage container. Uh, yeah. You know, and... Um, I'm supposed to have that storage container sort of during this period of us moving, but I could probably see me keeping it for life because <laughs> I just, I, I'm not, I'm not a complete hoarder, but you know, I do, I do like to keep stuff. Um, so yeah. Cool. Uh, how about work stuff? So, um, work stuff, I mean, yeah, with the day job. Uh, so for childcare, UK, um, little progress on the things I'd wanted to work on this year. Um, we spent a lot of time doing on the privacy stuff, which I'm quite pleased with how it turned out. Um, obviously, it was forced upon us a little bit by the GDPR. Um, and basically, I mean, we were all ready for the, the May deadline, as it were, but mm-hmm. we've been tweaking things since then. Um, we've actually dealt with not a lot of uh, sort of uh, subject requests, um, but definitely a few were, were, were definitely past 100. Um, and that started out, um, I mean, basically, I waited until we got the first one uh, and then I automated it from there. Mm-hmm. And it's um, that's built up from being a sort of screens with a few buttons for us to press to being fully automated now. So if somebody does request that they delete our data, we just have to create a subject, uh, a raise your request, and then the system goes through and just mm-hmm. deletes as much as it can. Cool. Uh, and lets the user know what they've done. Uh, in the, and then in, in the cases where we might have to keep some data, say for financial records or fraud purposes, uh, it'll tell them the data we're keeping, how mm. long we're going to keep it for, stuff like that. So, yeah. so I'm quite pleased with that. But um, yeah, in terms of uh, other things, I'm a bit disappointed. It's just, it, just the way it is. We're a small team uh, and you can make plans for the year ahead. But what we usually end up doing is reacting to things. Yeah. Uh, and I wouldn't have it any other way, but yeah. So yeah, but that's gone fine. Um, in terms of other things, I've I've, I've uh, not done too well with my open source contributions. Um, Mockery is really the only thing that needs my attention, and I do that maybe once a week now. I sort of like go in and whiz through PRs, and mm-hmm. it's it's okay, but it's kind of it's also a bit rubbish. Um, yeah. But again, uh, I I don't have I don't. It's one. Of, it's it's a project that's very popular, but I don't really. Have any? Uh, I use it every day, but I don't use use it in a way that requires my attention on the actual. You know, I'm a user more than a yeah. maintainer. It works for you. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. 
And then I've started jotting down ideas to start for, I have three side projects sort of in my head. Uh, one's, one started in, it's got a name. Um, and I've started jotting down notes about the implementation as well as how it will work. Um, the other two, uh, I've just doing one of them just doing a little bit of market research on, and the other one, uh, is just in my head. Uh, it's the one we just talked about, a bullet list uh, type thing. Uh, and to be honest, that's one that there might actually be something out there for me already. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. I just realized that I'm recording my desktop machine. I have a screen lock that comes on if I don't touch any keys for a while. So <laughs> uh, I just came on half to keep sort of moving every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm busy, but not, uh, not, nothing yeah. too much has changed. How about you? Um, my open source stuff is basically flatlined. Um, I haven't really done much of anything at all open source in a while. Um, doesn't mean that there probably aren't PRs that I'm missing <laughs> on some of my packages. Um, but I, I, you know, pretty much for the last two years, I haven't done a whole lot of code period. And um, I'm kind of hoping to change that a little bit. I've been dabbling a little bit more um, with Symphony Flex and trying to create some apps, um, just do more stuff that involves editing code and writing code and running code. Um, but yeah, as far as like open source stuff, not a whole lot. Um, I think we've talked about Mudskipper at least once or twice, but I've pretty much, I think that's pretty much dead. Um, the, if, in case these episodes come out of order, Mudskipper was going to be uh, some marketing automation tools for makers, artists, and crafters. And uh, with all of the all of the stuff where Facebook and Twitter and whatnot are trying to crack down on bots and automation and trolls and bot farms and things like that, they're making it very difficult for those sorts of products to actually exist anymore. Um, Meet Edgar finally launched its um, content spinning thing. Um, I haven't tried it yet. They offered me a month free service to go back and try it again. Um, it's It looks interesting, but I don't know how interesting. Um, I don't know. It, it just, it still doesn't feel very nice. You know, um, I think what it did was as long as you pasted a link to an article or a link to something, it would scour the page and find interesting tidbits and then offer up three to five quotes that it pulled out of the article that it thinks would be interesting. Um, which, you know, if that works well, that would be really great, but I could see that not <laughs> working very well um, unless they have like Amazon Turk in the background where people are actually saying, Oh, this sentence looks really cool. Are they clicking on it? If they're relying on, you know, some sort of machine learning thing. I don't, I don't know how accurate it would be. Um, speaking of which, um, as we started to do um, uh, subtitles, or not subtitles, captions for our um, transcript, that's the word, there's three words there, transcripts for our podcast episodes. And we've been, use, uh, we've been using rev.com. Mm. And they just launched a sister project called Tremi. Is it Trev? Let me double check here because I just got it today. Uh, Temi, T-E-M-I.com. Um, and it's supposed to be the same sort of thing, but way faster, way cheaper, um, and doing um, it all via AI. And the if you give it good audio, it claims uh, results 90 to 95% accuracy. Uh, and bad audio 
mostly unusable. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so uh, I actually have a considerable backlog of podcast episodes to do post-processing on, but I tried this for both uh, the first two episodes that I did. One was definitely bad audio um, and it was pretty unusable. I, I was surprised by how unusable it was. It's worse than Google voice, which hasn't changed in like 10 years. Like it's still pretty, pretty bad, especially with crosstalk. Uh, the second one I, I uploaded, um, I thought it was good audio and it even claimed. So like it, it listed the quality as high quality. And even that was not very good. I was not very pleased with that. So I, I'm going to try and, and I paid for that one. Uh, the first one was free. The second one, I don't, it was only like $3, which is, a, you know, almost it's like 60 it would have it would have i think it would have been like 40 to 60 dollars on rev so it was a lot cheaper but pretty much unusable like i wouldn't have wanted to upload that um so i i, I set those through rev.com again and i want to see i want to make sure that that's actually worth the money too uh but based on our first few that we did it looks like it's going to be. But anyway, speaking of AI things and machine learning, like I hear so much about that. And every once in a while, it looks like things are really awesome. And then other times it's like, wow, that's <laughs> that, that needs some work right there. Um, so anyway, but if you, know, if you have a smaller project or something like that, I think it could be useful. Like if you have one person and you're clearly dictating as opposed to like a back and forth discussion like we, we're having or if we have three or four people on all together, it doesn't seem to be very good for that. Um, so, so yeah, I've also been trying to work on some more audio tools. So I've been not programming, but working with um, uh, Adobe Edition, uh, but playing around with Audio Hijack, uh, trying to do some more things with OBS, which is Open Broadcast Studio, and um, what is it, Telestreams, Stream, Streamflow, I think it was. So I'm trying to get better at those tools. Uh, there's, there's a bunch of things that I should be doing for Blackfire. Uh, we want to do more video tutorials of things uh, where, you know, it's especially with Blackfire and like the performance stuff, sometimes it's really difficult to convey those ideas just with like a blog post. Uh, whereas if you could actually show somebody in a 45 second clip, how a new feature works, it makes more sense. Um, I, I would say there's probably 10 to 20% of users who the first time they install Blackfire, they assume that profiles are just going to start showing up in their dashboard. <laughs> it just, uh, you know, basic stuff that people don't understand outright that, that's not how Blackfire works. You actually have to go and profile. You have to create the profile. It's not just going to start spitting them out for you. Uh, you know, part of that is that almost everybody seems to think that Blackfire is more or less the same as New Relic, which it's not. Uh, they're they're very different products. But uh, so I want to start doing more um, screencasts for Blackfire, definitely. Uh, so I've been trying to make sure that I can get some good audio set up. Um, I got a couple of new. Actually, paid for a couple of new. Um, effects. Um, it's a isotope. Have you heard of isotope? No. Um, they, they have a bunch of plugins for mastering and EQ and compression and all these sorts of things. So I want to try those and get, see if I can get better at those, um, using audio hijack to kind of inline things in some cases so that it's, it's actually going out to whatever is doing the audio recording in a really nice format rather than having to do it in post. Um, so yeah, it's it's been kind of a fun experiment to start playing with with audio and video things. It's 
big uh, big learning curve though if you haven't done a whole lot of it in the past. Have you done much with like screen screen casting, screen recording, that sort of thing? Only the very basics. Um, I did start doing a few screencasts um, a while ago, um, but I've never really talked. Um, the ones I used to do, um, I used to do uh, test carters. Mm. You familiar with those? Um, you know, and it was just a China. It was I was doing them anyway, doing the cutters anyway. So um, I thought, why not rec- record? But then I mean, without the voice, yeah. it was just music and just me mm-hmm. uh, coding. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'd like to be. I still like to try and do it sometime. But mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I'm just not very. I don't have much to to say uh, because my day job. Um, you know, I'm not using the state of the art tools that everyone else is using. Everyone wants to learn about now. Um, I, I could probably find some interesting things to show, but not in a, any kind of consistent way or regular way or so. Yeah. But who knows, who knows what I might do. Maybe when I, I start working on these side projects, if, if I, if I ever get around to working on them, uh, I could maybe screencast some of that or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've signed up with Twitch. So I'm going to start trying to do some stuff on Twitch with some live programming. Uh, there's a couple of, I feel like there's a couple of people in the community that, that are doing that regularly. Um, I need to, pay more attention to what they're doing. Seems pretty cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm hoping that just doing that kind of in my my off time, it's going to encourage me to work on side projects more. I'm hoping that those two things feed each other, if you will. Um, although, otherwise, it's really easy to not end up doing anything code-wise and project just being stuck. But if I need to find things to do for the screencasting, I'm going to pick the things I want to work on to actually... Uh, kick off some side projects or something. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm actually finding myself having a little bit more time to do stuff. Um, the kids are getting, they're still a bit chaotic, like say getting ready for school. Um, mm-hmm. But um, apart from, you know, I mean, I, we, in the, in the, I don't know how many other people actually do this, but in the UK, they recommend you help your child brush their teeth until they're seven. Mm. Uh, and we we kind of did that with Evie, um, so I'm going to carry on doing it with Rowan. Even though I think when when I see him brush, as long as he doesn't mess about, he brushes well enough mm-hmm. to me anyway. So apart from that, kind of like they just need supervising when they're getting ready for school. Yeah. And it's not that they're not capable of getting ready; it's just that they start playing, doing other things, dancing, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, so um, it's getting easier in the mornings in that respect. Um, so I've actually started when I get up, uh, I've started doing a bit of work because it's usually about some, well, we either get up, have breakfast and get ready straight away. And then there's maybe an hour before we have to leave for school or we get up and sort of, they'll play or they'll watch a bit of TV, uh, and then we'll get ready for school. Uh, so there's usually about an hour in the morning. Um, and so that really gets me a good kickstart to the day. Um, it means I've got all of my day job work done by sort of tea time. Mm-hmm. leaving my evenings free to do whatever I like. And sometimes I like to work, do a little bit of reading. Sometimes I watch TV. Sometimes I'll go out. Uh, and sometimes I might try and do a little bit of work on my side projects. It's not happened a lot, but I have mm-hmm. felt like I've had the choice if I wanted to, uh, yeah. which is kind of cool. So I'm, I'm pleased to be in that sort of zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited that, that uh, school started again. Uh, so I think, it, you know, as you mentioned earlier, we're both working from home. Both our wives are working from home. Uh, during the summertime, it can be quite distracting to 
definitely try to yeah. get anything done. So as much as I hate to say, yeah, I'm glad my son's not home anymore during the day. Um, it does ensure usually that I'm done working by the time we go pick him up. Uh, so that is, that is pretty nice. And that leaves me with the rest of the day to either hang out with them or work on side projects or things like that. So definitely it does help when it's smooth sailing from the time they go to school. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know how it was for Luke either, but uh, my kids were ready to go back. Um, mm-hmm. They wanted to see their friends more. Um, they were getting sick of each other a little bit. Um, it's interesting. So on um, the last week of this holidays, Evie had three days of dance uh, summer school. And on those days, uh, like Rowan was almost waiting for Evie to come home. And when she did, they kind of played nicely. You know, mm-hmm. They were pleased to see each other. They played... Whereas on the days where they were just with each other all day playing for or doing mm-hmm. things, they started to irritate each other. They were bickering and arguing a little bit, uh, w- w- winding each other up and stuff like that. So, yeah, they, they were ready for it, I think. And uh, the other thing is um, quite a few of their activities start up again when the school starts. Mm-hmm. So Evelyn's dance and acrobatics start again this week. Uh, their swimming lessons start again this week. Rowan's football on Sundays starts again this week. So all those activities come back as well. So they're looking forward to all those starting too. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, Luke was getting a little tired of the move. I was kind of his, his summer wasn't quite what he was expecting, I think, or what we were expecting either, really. Um, it, it, the the intense focus on us moving in, moving out, cleaning, getting rooms ready, Um was, was harder for him to handle than I think we thought it would be. Um, so or he was pretty excited to go back to school as well, uh, get on a more normal routine. Uh, he kind of knows what's happening all the time. Like, you know, he's got a schedule at school, yeah. whereas he never had a schedule with us, really. And it took us longer than I think it should have for us to remember that that's important for kids uh, to know what's going to happen when and you know, when you're, when you're stuck cleaning places or, you know, doing a project at home or whatever, it's really easy to miss, uh, misjudge how long something's going to take. So, oh, yeah, well, oh, you know, definitely. We'll, we'll, we'll do this for an hour and three hours later, you're just getting to cutting into the wall or whatever it is you're, <laughs> whatever you're going to do. And meanwhile, he's just like, ah, are yeah. we done yet? It's like, we just started. <laughs> so, yep. uh, I, so. and it's just like with, programming, uh, anything mm-hmm. like DIY. It's just like that. Uh, yep. Malcolm in the middle animated GIF with the uh, changing the, the, the light, light bulb. bulb out. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. What does it look like I'm doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so, I, I, so is Luke back now? Yep, Luke's back now. He actually has been back for two weeks. He started a little earlier than uh, a bunch of the other schools around here and i know that we're on a completely different schedule than you guys over in the uk yeah i mean uh, our kids went back um on tuesday so uh, mm-hmm. first week back uh, and they're enjoying it they're so happy mm-hmm. they started swimming lessons again this on tuesday so that's all good and they enjoyed that um and evie's just been accepted to brownies um i, I, I don't know if you'll know what, what do you call them girl scouts you know you uh, it's like cause we we, we, we have we don't have we don't have gender scouts <laughs> in the UK. We just have scouts, uh, and we do have girl guides. And as far as I know, girls can go to scouts, but girl guides is just kind of for girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then below, there's like a level below that is cubs for boys and brownies for girls. Okay, uh, in, in terms of age, so mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, so I think that I remembered Cub Scouts uh, were the little ones, and then Boy Scouts were the older ones, and then there was Girl Scouts, and I remembered Brownies, the name, but I didn't. I I wasn't a brownie, <laughs> so yeah. I don't know if my sister was. Uh, but the the name definitely clicked, registered as something that yeah. I'd heard before and related to something similar to Scouts. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, she doesn't know she's going yet because uh, the, the waiting list is huge. Um, mm. There's like a massive demand for it, but it takes a lot of work to run these clubs. Um, so there's uh, always a waiting list. So we literally got a phone call tonight. This was after Evie had gone to sleep um, mm-hmm. and she's starting tomorrow. So she'll be really excited when we tell her in the morning. So that's going to wow. be cool for her. Yeah. That's kind of last minute. Is that, is it usually like, well, I imagine there was probably somebody else, in ahead of us in the list, um, who was kind of like offered the slot and then eventually Canceled didn't or... take it up. So we were just like next on the list. So it was like, well, this other person didn't want it. So do you want the place? So yeah, cool. it's all good. It's all good by us. So you know. yeah, it, it would just surprise me if I had signed up for something and found out the night before, unless they had said, we'll let you know the night before. <laughs> well, I mean, she doesn't have to go tomorrow. She can right. start next uh, week. Okay. But I mean, by as far as we're concerned, she can go. Uh, tomorrow, I guess so. it's, it's like an ongoing thing. Then, yeah, right? it's, it's, it's ongoing. Okay. It's like literally, you know, they can only fit so many in the club though. So you're on, we're yeah. on the waiting list for a while. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Cool. yeah unfortunately I'll miss, I'll miss her going, but cause I'm, uh, I'm in London for a meeting tomorrow with our PR team, um, mm-hmm. but, but I'll be able to pick her up, I think. So that's kind of yeah. cool. The first few weeks of school here, um, have been partial days. Uh, the first Monday was just a half day. Um, and then they got off early the following Friday uh, of, of the following week. Uh, then this week we didn't have school on Monday for Labor Day. So it's been, you know, three weeks of not normal weeks. Uh, but I think next week things go back to normal again, but I'm not going to be here for it. I'm going to be going to France. So um, similar to you, I guess something, something new is happening and you're not going to be there for it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think I wanted to keep this kind of short today. I think this is probably even shorter than usual, but we've got company coming tonight and I got to, got to help do some things. Um, I think I was just, it's good for us to uh, connect and talk about what we've been working on, share, share where we're at with our listeners uh, so they can kind of know what happened to us over the summer and why we've had a a little gap (laughs) of of episodes. We, We got off to a really good start earlier this year. Um, and then things just yeah summer got, summer caught up to us I guess yeah well we'll 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 get back in the groove a little bit so yep cool all right well um, nothing else from you no nothing else well we'll just speak more next week all right we'll call this one a wrap thanks man. You've been listening to That Podcast with Bo and Dave. You can find Bo on Twitter and Google Plus at Bo Simonson and Dave on Twitter at Dave Development. You can subscribe to this podcast and review it on iTunes. If you'd like to review us but don't feel like we've earned five stars, email us so that we can talk about your issues. You can also subscribe to this podcast with RSS from our website, thatpodcast.io. From our website, you can also sign up for our newsletter to get super secret extra content from Bo and Dave sent directly to your inbox. Like the music? You can thank Gorillo for allowing us to sample the track Dust Kingdom for our intro and outro. You can find Dust Kingdom and other tracks by Grillo at grillo.bandcamp.com, spelled G-R-I-L-L-O. 